It's another day, it's another thought. Explore this, motherfucker. <laughs>
he was a I wouldn't I don't know if he was pro or not. I'd have to ask him, but I know that he was like really really like big and like competitive fishing wise, like bass fishing in particular. Yeah. Um and he was just like telling me cuz he just moved to Utah, oh, maybe like a little over a year ago. Um but he's telling me the community out there is like nuts. Like everybody and their mom fishes out there. And yeah. especially like from a competitive perspective, I'm like, "Damn, dude, that actually sounds kind of chill." It sounds like, like so much fun. Yeah, right? Like, I, I don't know much about the competitiveness of it, but, like, let's say, you know, if we're talking about points and actually, like, scoring to win something big, that sounds like a great time, you know? Yeah. I mean, Why not? I mean, like, just sitting out there on a boat with the boys, you know, cracking cold ones sounds like a good time. Like, I, I, <laughs> like anything with, like, those three things involved. Like, I feel like it's just going to be a good time. Like, oh, you're, 100%. Surround, you're around good people. You're out in nature. And, you know, you might have, you might catch something that you can eat later, which would be fucking awesome. Like, true. <laughs> not that... really. I, I'm not really looking at the competitive aspect of it. I'm just looking at, like, it as a whole. I'm like, that, that sounds like a good time. True. I mean, even, like, just the primal perspective of, like, catching something and eating it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you yeah. earned like you earned that meal like through and through. Right. What uh have you ever gone like hunting or mm. or anything like that? Minimally, like ducks and stuff like that, but nothing no like deer or anything for like actual meat meat, you know? Yeah. Just little I, stuff. I, I just got my Foid card. Um looking at like buying a pistol sometime in the near future. Oh, um, I got some recommendations for you then, my friend. Yeah, I got a bunch of people that got recommendations for me, so I'm no I'm, doubt. I'll be all ears. <clears throat> I got some buddies up in Wisconsin that are telling me some stuff. I got people down here telling me some stuff. So, and it's all realistically, it's all just like what feels good in hand. I feel yeah, like. yeah, a hundred ten percent. So, especially so like trying if you're like out. me and you have like small hands, like something uh size wise it's a little bit bigger is always gonna be tougher to to hold, you know. I'm but I'm it, six I'm six foot three, but I have small hands for someone that's six foot three. I don't have <laughs> small hands, like necessarily small hands, but they're 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 not proportionate. Hey, that's okay though. You still you still can get the job done no matter which way, because there's something out there for everybody. Yeah. You know? But exactly. no, that's dope though. These tiny hands are, they're meant for something. <laughs> That's dope though. Uh, when did you get it? Did you just get it like this year? Or? I got it last year. Um, so I was trying to get it since like I turned 21, but I couldn't remember my password. Like I made On the an account. website? It's such yeah. a pain in the ass, bro. Yeah, so, so when I tried doing it when I was 21, I needed to take a picture and I was, like, doing it on my phone, I think. And I went to, like, take the picture and, it, like, logged me out. And I, like, didn't remember my password. So I tried resetting it. I reset the password. And for, like, the next, what, I'm 26 now. So for the next, like, five years, <clears throat> I, I just couldn't log in to, like, finish my, like, application. So one day I just decided to go to, like, a gun store. And I was like, hey, I want to apply for a FOI card. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got you. And That's they, always like, the easiest. 
They fucking reset my. They like it, it was smooth as butter. Like I, I, I just created. An, I like basically just created a new account with my same email, and they were just like, "Yeah, like you're good." Like the wait like the fourteen days to see if you got approved, and then you wait six weeks to get your card. And it literally took like a month for me to get my card in the mail. I was like, "What the fuck?" Everyone was like, "Dude, you're gonna wait like forever to get it," and it came in like less than a month, like a month, it, a month to like three week time. It's pretty valid though because there was a lot of people who waited like forever, and then like my mom got hers last year, and uh, we got I think it only I mean she's in her sixties too, bro, but she got it like I don't even know like damn near two weeks later. It was really, yeah. really fast, like surprisingly fast. It took mine, and I got mine like right at the beginning of the pandemic. It was like February 2020 or something like that. And I got it like two weeks later. I got it right before a ton of people started applying. Because, like, I know you probably remember, like, during that time, everybody was applying. Like, so, so many people that they were literally coming out and saying, hey, this is going to take way longer than expected because, you know, we have tons and tons of applications, but not enough people to review all these applications, you know? Yeah. So it's, it, it's nice that it's finally like actually starting to get back to normal with people like getting their Ford card, because I know when I go to do my like concealed carry stuff, um, I did not want to wait, you know, especially once you get done with like the class and everything. Cause you got to do, I think it's like 16 hours worth of class and yeah. then obviously like a test and everything like that. And then, you know, you got to wait like how much longer, like to just get the damn thing. Like, come on now. Yeah. I'm going to do a uh, concealing carry and then I'm going to do hunter safety. Um, oh, sweet. I, I want to start learning how to like, hunt for my own food like i want to start gardening more i want to i want to like it's so fucking stupid to say out loud but i want to be a warrior that's that that has like you know like the saying where it's like i'd rather be a warrior in a garden than be a gardener in a war like i want to start living that like lifestyle like i want to be a warrior i want to be able to go out there in nature get my own food feed my family but also like i want to garden like i want to have that like peace it um, it's also a factor of self sufficiency that I yeah. think that a lot of like <clears throat> our species had lost over time because of the factor of convenience. I like wanna... we like we're programmed to the point to where convenience is like our only option and we forgot that like we came from hunter gatherer culture. Yeah. I'm also just like uh, all the stuff that I'm hearing in the news about like there being plastics in like our food and like oh, our our foods like our foods like rice is ha- like rice specifically like they tell you to like kind of like heat up your pan and put your rice in first because like mm-hmm. it'll expose like the plastic pieces and then you can like wash it out um meat now is like they're saying that like basically meat's like being glued together with like fake meat to like make it look like an, a whole steak or like a chicken like all this like processed stuff i mean like obviously a whole chi- i don't know like how like fake you can make a whole chicken like fake a whole chicken but like those things are being pumped with like hormones and stuff that's just not healthy for you and like i just i started like deep diving into like american food and stuff and i'm like dude it's kind of disgusting like i'd rather just like plant my own shit and oh. and try to get my own meat somewhere 
Yeah, and you know exactly where it's coming from. You know, I actually have an answer for you about the chicken. Um, so no, this, no way. <laughs> this is this is an interesting fact, uh, and a lot of people are probably going to get pissed off that I say this when they listen to the podcast. But I don't care. Check your shit because I I'm, I've looked into this right, uh, and you know me, Mill. I'm big about like diet and when I put in yeah. and all, all that stuff, right? So if you look at a rotisserie chicken. Um, in the United States, like one that you buy in the bag at like Jewel or Walmart or wherever you decide to get your disgusting rotisserie chicken. Don't get me wrong. Tastes delicious. I'm a fan, right? Big fan. (laughs) Big fan. Big fan (laughs) of rotisserie, right? But I'll tell you this for sure. You can get five, you can get a rotisserie chicken for $5 and that feeds you for like a whole day or two. Like that's, that's not, that's not bad, but like. It's like mystery meat. No, no. Okay, here, here's what it is, brother. That chicken, when it's born, it's not meant to be that fucking big, dude. Uh, yeah. It, literally, they're they're. If you look in like how rotisserie chicken is in like um, Asia or in any of those like countries over in that that continent, or even in some um, countries in Europe and in Africa and South Africa like they're small like they're probably like the size of like you can hold it in your hand like it's a softball size and then you look at our rotisserie chickens in the bag like that's like a you know like a damn near like a baby turkey you know what i'm saying like it's it's pretty big now the the reason for that is because of something that you said like a minute ago they're pumped up bro with so many gmos and chemicals it's a chicken on sarms basically yeah you know what i mean like it's a baby chicken that they're like hey dude here's some deca and then shoot that shit up with some fucking roids and thanks doing bench press before it gets put on the stick you know what i'm saying right no i hear you i hear you there's a i was listening to uh this nutritionist from asia and he he was talking about american food and he's like you're not eating chicken you're eating sicken like it's sick chicken oh i'm like what the fuck does that mean he's like they're pumped they're they're pumping these chickens with like hormones like these these chickens can't even fly they can't walk they're just they're just sitting there they're literally being produced to be eaten and like i agree with like the whole like vegan movement when it comes to like mass producing like farms and stuff like i think it's fucked up that we do what we do but like that's not veganism, like, because the, the same farmers that are killing those cows are the ones that are making your soybeans, and they're killing every fucking rodent and every every insect animal known to man when they're spraying it with, like, pesticides or going with their turbines and just, like, grinding up. Like, your 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 vegetables are probably tainted with, like, dead squirrel. Like, oh, like yeah. no offense, like it's gross. Yes, it get wa- it gets washed and cleaned, but like that's just more chemicals that we're ingesting. Like it's just it's fucked up, but that's just what our alg- agriculture has come to. Do we really even know if they're being washed though? I always did. did I always question that because it's like okay, you, you know, you take it home and you wash it yourself. If you're one of those people that's conscious about it, I know a lot of people who who definitely aren't. But like, are the are the producers of these products that we see on the shelf every day that we spend our money to like get into our household to be able to you know feed our family are they actually going through like the quality assurance for us to be able to like 
actually safely and consciously eat these things? I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe to some extent, like, if you shop at Trader Joe's or whatever the fuck, like, and pay that extra nominal fee. I mean, here's the thing. I'm all about capitalism, right? Business is going to be business. And if you want to pay the higher premium for a better product, I'm all for that. That's a fair game, right? But there's not a lot of people that can afford that premium. So they're kind of shit out of luck. To me, that doesn't really make sense. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, it's not my sector or anywhere to answer for a solution, but, you know, I question it and kind of think like, well, how, how could this eventually ever get better if we don't figure out a way to make it cost effective for everybody in all walks of life? To me, um, and this might sound like kind of, I don't know, like rude or condescending, but to me, like it shouldn't, it doesn't make sense to me that eating cleaner food or healthier food should cost people living. Like it, it took way more money to create those machines to make that processed food out of a natural good, like potato chips. Like it costs you more money to make potato chips than it is to just grow the fucking potato because one, you have to grow the potato and then you have to go through this whole process of making it. But then potato chips are cheaper than potatoes. Yeah, no, dude, it doesn't make I, sense. I, total, I totally agree with you on that. That That's that's my exact point. And what's crazy is, is if you really think about it, to make the same exact thing, you know, you're going to need, like, your cornstarch and blah, 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 whatever the fuck, and, like, the shaper, like, if you want to make, like, a, a stack of Pringles or some shit, right? Like, that's going to be kind of hard with, like, a regular potato. But, like, if you really think about it, it's not impossible, you know? It's just about doing... It, the ingredients to a tea and having the patience to actually like do it you right. know right. it's it but like a lot of people and that kind of goes back to just that convenience thing like everybody's so like brainwashed to be all about convenience that it's like all right well you know you want the easier option go ahead grab that fucking tube of pringles it is what it is you know what i mean like people are yeah. gonna make those choices we live in the free country to be able to do and choose what we'd like to do which i'm right. i'm all good with i'm not judging yep. it i just hey. like you said it's crazy that we have to pay an arm and a leg to eat clean yeah like to me it just doesn't make sense like it should be cheaper to like do that and like but at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a nutritionist. I, I, I should, I should talk to one maybe. It's, it's um, two guys not but, knowing a goddamn thing about yeah, nutrition. But, but, but <laughs> at the same time, yes. But, but, but at the same time, like that, I am, I'm, 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 I'm assuming that, like, if I were to talk to other people about this, and I would explain to them how I'm saying it right now, like, why is it that? It goes through another process and it costs less than just buying the actual good itself. Like, I think people would get like the point that I'm trying to say. Like, it doesn't take a yeah. nutritionist to like understand. Like, the whole system's kind of fucked up in the way where like it just like to eat clean shouldn't cost an arm and a leg. It should just be like a normal thing. Like, it should be the norm. But yeah. instead, you have to pay like seven dollars for fucking milk now, and it's like, what the fuck? When did milk become seven dollars? You you know what's really upsetting? I eat a lot of eggs. I probably go through. Uh, um, I love eggs. I go through forty-eight egg, extra large eggs a week. Forty-eight. So <laughs> Bro, you're eating like six uh, eggs a day. Yeah. Damn. It's no, even more. I mean, it hit, it hit, well, some days it's a little less, some days it's a little more. It, it's about the protein intake. 
for me like you know what i mean like it's quick and it's easy um also delicious like if you make scrambled eggs right like come on now or an omelet or whatever there's like a hundred different ways that you can make a fucking egg right let me make you some scrambled cheesy eggs one day and you're gonna be like bro you're gonna have to make these eggs for me every day let's do it let's do it let's do a video of just egg cooking I'll have to bring my buddy Brett with because the the kid's kind of obsessed with with my cheesy eggs. Let's do best, it. I'm down. The be- best Say part less. is best part is is like I don't I don't use like any extra shit. Like I don't add any salt. I don't add any pepper. I don't even add butter. I use. You don't do butter. I use bacon. Oh. And cheese. I see. You, so you put it in the bacon grease and oh, then scramble yeah. them up. Oh. I'm a oh. madman. I hope these people I'm listening take that because yeah. that shit is delicious. Yeah, like, dude, I do it with turkey bacon. They come out so fucking gas. Turkey bacon. Now that's interesting. Or I like, haven't really tried that before. Or beef bacon. Have you ever had beef bacon? No. I didn't even Ooh. know that was a thing. Bro, go to Julaska and buy some fucking beef bacon. Sick. I live like five minutes uh, away from one. I'm, I'm going to do, do that. <laughs> people that don't live in Illinois, uh, Jewel Osco is like your, um, oh my God. Pick and save and uh, yeah, pick another and save. close. It's, it's kind I'm of a higher there, quality Meyer. No. Like well, yeah, yeah, because we have Meyer you here know, as well. Um, fuck, it's fuck, a hard comparable. I can't remember. No, there's literally oh, there's, oh. There's its own. It's it's just a different name in California, but it's literally Julasco. Um, I can't remember the fucking name of it, but it's 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 literally Julasco. There's uh Publix. It's like Publix in uh like the South. You ever yeah. been to like Publix? Yeah, kind of like Publix, but Publix also like has its own like su- sandwich like deli. Dude, oh, well, actually, you know what? Yeah, it's kind of like Publix. It is kind of like Publix, but. There is like its own ver like the people that own Jewel Osco in the Midwest own like a bunch of other like stores that sell the same shit as Jewel Osco. They're literally the exact same thing. They're just named something else. I can't yeah. remember the names of them. I'm gonna have to look that shit up. Yeah, like, we, you, we you can need it up right now. I was gonna say hey, we're on the, we can be our own Jamie. Jewel Osco, like. Uh, Hold on, I'm just looking up who is the owner of Jewel Osco. It's Albertsons, American Stores, and Albertsons Companies. So if you, they own Safeway. That I think that was the one you're thinking of. Safeway, Acme Markets, um, oh. Randall's Food and Drugs, American Drug Stores. Retco, no, that's a proper. Damn, they own property companies. Oh, they own Kroger. Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, I okay. just saw that. Okay, yeah, so Kroger, Jewel Asco, uh, Jewel, just Jewel. I think that's this. Isn't that the same thing though? Isn't just the differences is like if it's just Jewel, it doesn't have the pharmacy. Maybe I don't know. Huh? No, I'm scratching my head on that. Damn. Um, Damn, beef bacon. Is it thicker? So it's like, it's not thicker, but it, it, it has this more of a similar consistency to real bacon than turkey bacon does. Okay. And it's like a lot more greasier. 
than turkey Ooh. bacon. Turkey bacon's not that greasy. No, no. But regular like, pork bacon tops them all, though. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I'm not a big fan of bacon because, like, I grew up in a in a Muslim household, so I grew up halal. Yeah, so I didn't. I didn't really eat pork growing up. I eat. I eat certain cuts of pork, like prosciutto. I think is just not fair. Like that's just not. That shit is crack, brother. You you can't tell me that there's a religion that doesn't allow you to eat something that tastes so good. Like that just <laughs> it just shouldn't happen. Um, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I'm, but, I'm like, not gonna I, lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you, Mel. I'm I'm kind of a charcuterie board slut. You throw a charcuterie I, board in front I, of me, I I'm open for business. Dude, I wish I could live life like Terry Crews. Terry Crews for breakfast eats a like a whole charcuterie board. Like that's his breakfast. Dude. After working out, I'm like, bro, I would love to be able to eat that every right? morning. And and you know what I always notice? If you eat like off of a charcuterie board, you don't overeat. Because it's like, you know, like you have like your few sections, like let's say we're just looking at like something basic, right? Like you got your crackers and your cheese and like your meats and like, you know, some people like olives and like maybe a couple other like smaller veggies or whatever, right? You don't overeat it because like you pick, you pick however much that you want from each section and then you kind of eat until you're satisfied. Yeah, I guess. Oh, well, at least that's just from observation but if it was just like you know if you threw one in front of me and was like hey kenny you this is all for you i'm i'm killing that thing it doesn't there's nobody stopping me but i'm big on the one with the um with goat cheese bro have you um have you ever had a turkish breakfast no i'll tell you what it's like i'm gonna google it and see if this is accurate if not, I'm gonna tell you from my personal experience yeah. because I'm Tur- because I'm Turkish. It might be you might you might be like that is I would love to have breakfast if you like shakuri boards. <clears throat> oh hell yeah! So a typical Turkish breakfast, according to a classic Turkish breakfast, is generally com. Compressed of black or green olives. I don't know if you like olives. Cucumber salad. Like a cucumber cucumber salad. Cured meats. Okay. Dips and sauces. Eggs. Fresh cheeses. Fresh tomatoes. Usually the tomatoes and the cucumbers are like mixed in a salad. And usually the olives are in the salad as well. Um, Fresh baked breads and fresh preserved jams, honeys, and pastries and sweet butter. That is when you go to like Turkey and you get you go to breakfast like that is like what will happen like that's what's ordered like that's a typical Turkish breakfast. That sounds pretty fucking gas, right? Like that's what I have every morning. Sometimes like not every morning, but like I could have that like every morning because like I wake up and like I have cured meats. I have cheeses, like, all different kinds. Like, Bulgarian cheese, fantastic. I don't know if you ever had Bulgarian cheese. It's kind of like, uh... It's like feta cheese, but, like, sour. Oh, so it's a little more aged? I guess. 
but it has like that kind of like consistency. I don't know if you if you ever go to like uh like Garden Fresh. I don't know if you have a Garden Fresh near you. No, but I do have Mariano's. They probably would have it. Yeah, they probably would have it. Like, see if they have Bulgarian cheese. Dude, it's you're like giving, a... I'm, I'm taking notes, dude. I'm not even fucking with you. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Like. Bro, I've, I've come to realize that growing up and not eating pork allowed me to have a really interesting palate to where I can enjoy, like, different kinds of foods because I've had to, like, just, like, try it because I couldn't eat, like, the main dish type mm. thing so like there were like moments growing up where like you i'd be at like a party or whatever and like the main dish was like pork so i'd have to like fry different things oh to go plus, around it a little bit yeah plus being like turkish like going going to turkey and trying food there like allowed me to like open up a palate my parents cooking they cook a lot with like vegetables and stuff so it's like it's interesting now like growing up like growing up i hated like certain foods that my mom made but like now i'm like starting to kind of understand it and i'm like Mm -hmm. wow this is uh like this is good like i get it now but there are still certain dishes where i'm like i don't want to eat this you know what kind of messed this up thinking about that and then i have a a question for you because i I was peeping some of your content and uh you you had like tried something recently and i want to get your take on it but um i noticed that we grew up in like the chicken nugget era like i i mean for me at least like when i was a kid growing up like a lot of it was about convenience and obviously cost but like i i know like for a fact like children in our generation like when we were way way young we weren't willing to do the whole vegetable thing you know like maybe to some extent if it was like kind of one of those situations when you're at the table with your parents and they're like yeah finish your greens or you're not going outside to go play with your friends or some shit like that you know what i mean like almost that 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 convincing force to do it but we weren't it wasn't like that's the first thing that we're picking off our plate if i see those dino chicken nuggets i'm going ham on those shits first (laughs) dude you know what i mean but like yeah we just grew in the, I, you know, I relate so hard to the fact that you said like your palate has changed, like even as an adult, because even for me, I catch myself eating shit now that I wouldn't have touched, like even a measly, like eight years ago. I mean, I don't think I grew up like me personally in the, in the chicken nugget age, because like, I, I mean, like there were definitely things that I didn't want to eat like uh eggplant. Like I didn't like eggplant growing up. Um, but like my my parents never really like forced us to eat. Like if we didn't like it, like they didn't really force us to eat, but we would still eat it. Like we kind of like I don't know, it was just like we had it, so we would just eat it. Like and when we did go and eat out, like it was kind of like a holy shit, like we're going out to eat out. So it was like nice to like eat out. So I don't know, I didn't, I don't think I I grew up in that like chicken chicken nugget type era, as you explained personally <clears throat> no that's a good thing though i mean you know what i mean like there's yeah. just uh, it's just i wasn't saying you or in general like i was more just kind of talking about like the consensus around you know because there are definitely a lot of kids out there that can probably relate to what i'm talking about with that Dude, you you walk around and you ask like 
people what their favorite food are, most girls would probably say French fries and chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's because that's all of the like, yeah, you're 100% right. We are in an era of chicken nuggets taking over the world. Dude. <laughs> oh, dude. And then and then they'll soon be walking and clucking again because they're so highly processed. Okay, okay. My my question to you, the the I, and correct me, you know, I might butcher this, but it was it was sake, right? That you had just tried recently, or some sort of like Japanese like liquor. Yeah, I tried three different types of sake. Okay, okay. Break it down for me because I, I'm big on like dark liquor so more like you know whiskeys or some some brandies and some bourbons right what what is and you're gonna educate me here because i've I've never had it before i've never really even like taken the um or been to a place that like serves it you know or had the opportunity to try it so i'm just curious like what's your two cents on it with also knowing like what my preferred is okay so there are like different types of. I, I don't necessarily know if like sake actually means like it's its own type of alcohol or if it's like like the Japanese version or something because like uh, one of the sakes that I had was like it's like a white rice whiskey sake so like it has whiskey in the name so like I don't I don't know um, I'm not as well educated in the sake business but I've had sake a lot okay. and. Um, from, like, my understanding, I personally like, like, warm sake. Like, there's sake that you drink warm. Like, it's not, like, Mm. a cold beverage. Like, you're not supposed to have it cold. I personally like those sakes because it goes down, like, smoother and it's kind of more like a tea. But you get fucking ripped. Like, you're drunk. But you're drunk, but you're like a, a drunk that like makes you want to eat. Like it's kind of like in like like a good sake will be something that you want to have at like the dinner table with your friends, and you want to enjoy the night and eat good food and have a good conversation, and just mm. let the night just let the night go. Just shot after shot, just eating food, picking away at like shakuri board. Like it's like a, it's like a it's kind of like a wine. Like sake is okay. kind of like a wine type of thing. Like it's a very like you. It, it's like a sit down social drink, mm. and like that's my like interpretation of it. Interesting. I don't, I don't know if that's like. Sorry to like the Asian fans that listen, and maybe correct me. Um, DM me or something on Lord of Thought on Instagram. And let me know if like what sake actually is like, but that's that's like kind of my understanding of it, like oh, okay. and what I I enjoy of it, and like taste wise, like I said, it's like it's it's like I don't know, like it, it's it's just yeah. a, it's it's different, like there's really, no comparable. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's 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 really hard to describe like what it tastes like. Hmm. It tastes like like a bitter wine but like wine's bitter but like it's just i don't know i don't really know how to explain it it's just it's sake it's good I, I like it i'll have to give it a shot maybe maybe when we link up we'll have to grab some and 
review it or something like that. You would have to go to a restaurant because buying the store ones, I don't know what I'm doing. So okay, I would fair rather enough. go. To, I'd rather go to a restaurant and like ask if they have warm sake or like hot sake and cold sake, and get the warm sake. I like warm. I like warm sake personally. I, I definitely personally, I could do it warm. Uh, I drink, you know, regular. Uh, I'm I'm a lot bigger on whiskey than m- mostly anything else, but like. You know, I'll, I'll drink it no rocks, like here and there. Yeah. So I'm definitely down to give it a shot. I just want to, you know, I saw that and I was really interested in like what your take was of it. Because I was like, yeah, I've never really had that before. But you see it in like some movies and like you hear about it from other people. And I'm always like thinking like, hmm, you know, I haven't really ever been in the opportunity to try it before. I'm kind of curious what Milt thinks about this. Yeah. Um, I... I've started to become less of a drinker. Um, I just, I don't really like getting fucked up anymore. Um, I don't mind enjoying, like, a cocktail. Like, at a meal. I'm the same way about that. It's not like I'm sitting here, like, pounding a bottle every night or something like that. Right, right. Like, I bought a four-pack of beer, like, a week ago, and I'm just having the third one. It's a chicken oh. versus chicken versus unicorn, um, from Fry the Coop. I don't know if mm. you've been there. It's uh their uh their version of um oh fuck what is it called? What's that beer called? Something versus unicorn. Uh, by Pipeworks. Oh no, what is it called? Ninja Ninja versus Unicorn, I think it's what it's called. So it's like okay. the Fry the Coop version. So it's Chicken versus Unicorn. Pretty good. Mm. It's mm. an IPA. Okay, okay. See, I don't, I don't mind a good IPA every here and there. I've been I've been kind of messing with those. Um, like if some places, like if if I'm at a brewery with like family or whatever, like to have a meal or something like that. Um, I've been seeing like if they have like those milkshake beers. You know what I mean? Or like the smoothie yeah. beers, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um those always seem like pretty damn good. I'm not the biggest fan of those types of beers, but some of them are really good. But most uh, yeah. of them that I've had are not good. Yeah, the, I mean the ones that you buy at the store are trash, but like if you go to like a brewery and they make it in house, like that that's when you know you're getting a good one. Because yeah. I always feel like they wouldn't put it on the menu if it wasn't at least solid enough to serve. True. I mean, there are people that like stouts though, and like that's a stout or like a porter. I'm a I'm True. a big I'm a big beer fan. Uh, I like beer. I used to do beer diary. I might bring those back, and just post them on the gram. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Might just also bring. Yeah, might might also bring back uh, Taco Tuesday. Taco yeah. Tuesday. I got yeah. a good place for you if you want to do a Taco Tuesday. Did did, did I you you never saw the Taco Tuesday videos? Mm, I think maybe one of them, but there's this joint up here. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it before, but it's called La Huerta Cinco. Yeah. Um, it's on like the west, west, west side of McHenry. You would, you would low key miss it. Like if you were just driving along like 120 and you didn't like go looking for it, you know. But it's part grocery store and then uh, kind of a cantina, I guess you could say, because you can you can buy drinks there and shit. But um, they're tacos, bro. They're 
they there's nothing comparable at least in my opinion you know like it, yeah. they they murder it there i mean they do pork they do steak they do chicken they do a great tostada like i mean the list goes on and on and on there and honestly they kept their prices the same ever since i started going there and that was probably like 2016 you know what i mean and they like nothing changed for them which i thought was dope and they were still able to stay in business yeah that's not bad no it's pretty sweet uh you'll have to come up we'll have to go do that and obviously yeah. i want to show you around up here because this is the boonies the boonies <sighs> dude um what'd you think of the new shop i know that you came like opening weekend I, I don't think i ever got to ask you like what your thoughts were i like it uh you guys are doing big things i see that like um you guys are like doing like the raffles and stuff now yeah this is like so much that you guys are doing with it um but yeah i like the look of it i like the layout i like how you guys have like uh uh well when i was there you guys had like just only like shirts that you were like reselling and stuff yeah um but now you guys are doing it with shoes as well um so i think it's cool i like it i'm been stepped out of the game i i took a step back i i still buy pieces every now and then but i haven't been going as hard as i used to my uh golf kind of just took all my money uh, here it is an expensive habit it's a very expensive sport um or habit whatever way you want to look at it i call it a sport not a habit no it's for (laughs) sure a sport it's just the saying you know golf is an expensive habit right um (laughs) i've actually never heard that expression but i like that that's funny yeah i had uh, my girl's uncle tell me that once because he he's retired so he's like big big i mean he was always big in golf he's from the east coast so he's you know like that's his thing all the time sport wise mm-hmm. um but i was like having a conversation with him one time and he said that to me and i i uncontrollably laughed for a good 10 minutes because i just yeah. like the realization of the context behind that i was like ah, i got it i got it I yeah got it. no that's fucking fantastic that's a great <laughs> saying that's so good dude we Uh-oh. i mean you were you're hitting the nail on the head there like we've d- done so much new stuff bro like we started adding um the used like section i i think i talked to you about this like outside of the podcast and on the side not too long ago but we weren't doing like used like we weren't buying anything used and weren't selling anything used for the longest time and that was such like a big market that we didn't tap into and then we finally just started doing it and even for me personally i finally got my hands on some pairs like for my own collection that i was like so stoked about because i'd been looking for them for years you know what i'm saying like i got black cement threes like that are 9.5 out of 10 condition still with the box i got some wave runners like all this other stuff bro that i was like so like heavy on trying to get when it came out during the times that it did and just wasn't able to capture and now finally that people are coming in and bringing in some of their used stuff it's such a a well worth exchange for everybody you know what i mean like yeah people are getting cash in their pocket for stuff that's just been sitting around at the crib and we're able to at least tap into a market that we haven't really had exposure to before which is like perfect you know and plus just like the shows and the connections that we've been doing it's been really really cool man yeah i was gonna say you guys are also doing like the shows 
Uh, yeah, I have yet to come out. I was supposed to come out to one of them, but then I got like a really bad anxiety attack because I didn't need anything because I was being dumb. No stress, man. Drank the night before. I was just being fucking stupid and just didn't need anything. Just panicked. But uh, I, I plan on coming to the the next one. That's April second. Um, yeah, I think I'm trying to I'm trying to make it out to that one. Um, April first is my goddaughter's birthday, so I'll uh, I'll be there. And I don't think I have anything after that, so I should be able to make it out the next day. Dude, so. give me a call. You know, if you if you can make it, just call me when you're on the way. I'll make sure to get you in. Oh, for sure. But um, what's pretty, uh, it'll be kind of a trip because it's not going to be in Schaumburg anymore. I know traditionally, like, we were at the um, hotel, but we've just had recently, like, gotten linked up with some folks over at this sporting facility called Life Zone 360. Shout out to those guys, too, because they're great. Um, yeah. I actually played one of my flag football, or two of my flag football seasons in there and won our second championship with my team there. Um but we're doing it there now. So it opens up the space a little bit for us and also just kind of tapping into like more of that culture community and gives kind of a better point because we had a lot of feedback that's coming in from like people that were a little bit more West saying like, you know, this is like super far, it's close to the city, hard for us to get to. And we were like, okay, well, we have a solution now where it's kind of even way between everybody that can still make it from the, you know, deeper part of the city to maybe some of the folks that are in Rockford and even more West. So it's been pretty sweet to like, finally make that transition and we have like some crazy sponsors i mean we're literally um having monster energy come out and they'll pass out free monster all day it's pretty fun like you know what i mean because like (laughs) you'll walk by like two times in a row and they'll be like oh you need a refill you know and they'll just toss you another can um yeah we the last couple we had uh dj ferris and dj nemphis come in um which was pretty sweet but now we have a different dj who's coming out and i think uh we might have a performance i won't exactly say who but that is a little bit of uh insight that i've heard recently so it'll be pretty sweet this time around yeah it sounds exciting yeah it's gonna be cool man i i have it on my story so people who don't know me like too well um i'm the closet or the dot closet 24 on instagram or exclusive underscore heat underscore inc on instagram so you just get in contact with me through either of those pages um because i do run both of those so yeah i was featured on your page with my uh my zen masters oh yeah dude you already know (laughs) yeah you already know obviously i'm surprised they went up a little bit in price they're not i'm uh, not they're uh they're not the most hype shoe out there but they're they're hype enough for me so that's all that that's all that matters I mean, dude, it's a gr- when you sent me the picture, you were the first person that I knew that had them on hand. Um, so when you sent me the video of like you taking them out of the box, I was actually really impressed with the quality. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice. I've only worn them once. No, I've I've worn them twice. I've only worn them twice. Are you still wearing your Yeezys? Uh, Hot topic. <laughs> I haven't I haven't brought out any pair of my Yeezys in a minute. But once it comes summertime, I'm definitely bringing out the foam runners again. That's that's like a go-to. I might have to go hop another pair of foam runners um, before before those start getting really fucking expensive. 
Because I just really like that. I just they're comfortable. I understand yeah. that they're ugly, but they're just comfortable. No, it's a great shoe. Like, you can wear anything with them. You could wear them with, like, a, a suit, and they'd still look good. So it's like, Bro. fuck off. I saw some kid at the gym the other day with them, and I, I kind of scratched my head for a second. was like, how are you lifting in those? You know what I mean? But, like, I get it. You can totally lift in those. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's probably one of the most versatile, like, sneakers on the market. It's you know wild. what I mean? You can, like, do a dead-ass, like, full-on sprint in, in, like, foam runners. Like, they, they can, they, they, yeah, they're, like, flexible, but, like, they're stiff enough to where, like, your foot doesn't really move in them. It's wild. Yeah. Like, the technology behind that shoe is just incredible. It's, it's a game-changer for sure. Yeah, and the, the, just, like, when you actually slip your foot into it, too, like, the actual consideration of the ergonomics of it was like very impressive to me the first time that i had a pair on hand you know what i mean yeah. i was like this is like kind of obviously super different than like what you're what you're normally used to seeing but when i finally like had it in hand i i understood the hype you know what i mean like and don't get me wrong anything easy is super hype it's going to be hype right. until the end of dawn but like the foam runner like in comparison to anything that else that came out before that was just massively impressive to kind of see that transition from the 350 the 500 the 700 the 350 v2 you know the couple v2s that they did of the 500 the v2 and v3 and the mnvns of the of the 700 like i mean like just such a vastly innovative like you can't even really call it a shoe because it's like almost like the same classification as a croc but not a croc you know what i mean right and that's kind of the other wild part about it like you just slide on and go you don't have to worry about anything i have seen some people get a little like crazy and like throw a lace in there you know like those top holes (laughs) or whatever like just for like a look and shits and gigs but it's kind of like all right you know i get it yeah i mean i like them a lot um definitely gotta wear them with socks though Oh yeah, can cut up your feet. Really? I, I uh, yeah, hundred percent. I um, I wore them with like low cut socks, and like it just ripped up my ankles. So yeah, that socks, makes sense. Wear them with socks until like the like part where you slip your foot in through is like it starts worn to break in. in. Yeah, yeah, once it's worn in, then then you can wear them without socks. But like it just tore away at my ankles. Yeah, you're not the first person to tell me that, which I, I'm not surprised because when you do freshly take them out, like dead stock, like it's pretty rough on that ankle tab, yeah. like part, you know. They're pretty sharp. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to stab you. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like it's wild how much Adidas is losing. And now the fact that they're finally realizing that and going back to yay and being like hey dude we need we need to put this contract back on the table yeah i don't i don't think he's gonna do it that apparent also is a grain of salt but apparently he is going to do it that's what the rumor is but i mean you never really know there's also like a conspiracy that like he's dead yeah we have tall kanye now and he's uh he's cloned Cause like 
there was like a moment where he there was just like silence from Kanye. He hasn't said anything since like on social media. And like he came out of his silence with like married, like taller and shit, like different look, whatever. I don't really believe it, but I think it's funny that like there's a conspiracy out there that's already like, oh yeah, they killed him and they cloned him. Dude, it's kind of crazy, like that. Uh, people did shoot straight for that just because the guy went on radio silence. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I, there always wants to be some sort of opinion or action about what he's doing or where he's at, you know? And I think that he finally got tired of it. Obviously, I'm not, I'm, it's not like he's my boy or something. Like, I call him every day or some shit like that, you know? But, like, right. it, it's one of those things where it's like, dude, like, you know, the, it's always going to be an opinion, no matter which way, shape, or form, and no matter what the guy does. And that's because, one, he's probably one of the most talented people of our time, and two, like, that guy's a fucking genius, you know? Like, if you look back at it, everybody in history that had that same level of, like, intensity was always casted out and judged. Yeah. But, like, at one point, he was fucking praised and loved, and, like, it didn't seem like he really changed that much. Like, he seemed like he was kind of always, like, the same way, and now people are just like, fuck you. Like They're not tolerating it anymore. Yeah. Which is, like, weird. It's like, come on, dude. Let the guy be the guy. We all know who right. he is. He's been, in the, right. he's been around for 20-plus years. Yeah. I mean, like, his Grammy speech said it all at the beginning, like, People wanted to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Like that's exactly that sums up his life. Exact, dude. That video is so iconic. So iconic. It's in like every like meme now. <laughs> and then when they play, like when he, when, I remember seeing this reel, and it's of him doing the speech, and then like at the end of his speech, when he says that, and he raises the the trophy, and you hear that music. And this time we heard we'll find. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was perfect, dude. Whoever edited yeah. that video, shout out to you because that was great, good sir. <laughs> that shit was epic. I, I just remember being like starstruck because of the just the audio of it, dude. It was such a great mix. I'm like, fuck yes, dude. Somebody was able to like really execute a great video like that. So if Kanye does come back to Adidas, does that mean like culture's dead? No. No, I think what it is, um, he's got a lot of work that's left undone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that there's still some stuff that he wants to change the game with. And it's, I mean, dude, the guy went to like Skechers, like he went to head building, like Skechers. He went to like all these other like distribution like ways of getting his product out there and everybody turned him down you know what i mean because of the whole controversy behind it all and i understand it you know business is business a lot of these people are going to get cold feet to try to do anything with him after all the stuff that came out um but adidas needs it and i think he needs it from a creative perspective not monetarily i think he needs it creatively because we all know he's not dropping music. Like it's gonna be a while before he drops some music. All right. So this is like the best avenue for him to be able to like get that out there. At least in my, that's my opinion. 
I think that what will happen to the culture is that the Yeezy wave will start to really like come up heavy and hard, but it'll be like in the short term because everybody right now is, is paying attention to the fours. Everybody's paying attention to the re retro. Like, I mean, they, they, the lost and found hype was absolutely nuts. Um, I think it'll be even a little bit crazy with the, the white cement threes that are going to be dropping here in the next couple days. Um, Today was a big hype drop, too. It was the UNC Jordan 5, which complements the UNC 1, the UNC 4, the UNC 3. I mean, now you got, like, the whole line of those, which is pretty sweet to see. And I like that they're doing more with that colorway because it is a great colorway. Um, do I agree that it's suede? Not necessarily. I, I, I personally don't think that a lot of shoes should be suede because it gets ruined so easily. And you're kind of like, wow, I just flushed 200 bucks down the drain. I can't fucking fix this. You know what I mean? If you get them for 200 bucks. That, yeah, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if you, yeah. No matter how much you put into it, it's kind of like, oh, I just flushed this because I just got mud all over them, you know? And that's going to sink deep if you let it sit there too long, too. Right. And just even harder to get out, but... Yeah, to answer your question, I, I think it'll be a short-term wave of hype, and then I think um, I think it'll be a short-term contract, too. I don't think it's going to be back to the way things were in any way, shape, or form. I think he wants to get out the rest of the releases that he's got, and he's going to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't sound bad. No, I, I mean, it's good for people who like the products, like myself. I still have yet to own a pair of Wave Runners for my own collection or my own daily use. So that's definitely something that's on my list. Um, and everything's really hard to get right now, especially if you're looking for something dead stock. So um, yeah. I'm a little hyped. I'm I'm hyped on it. You know, I'm, I'm cool with it. I just hope that Adidas doesn't try to take the integrity of the design because the, I don't care what they say. I don't care what they claim. The designs and colorways are all yay. It's not Adidas. Like the proof is in the pudding, dude. They knew they were going to flop and they tried to rebrand it. They tried to make it that it was an Adidas brand, but everybody knew that's a 350. Like there's no taking that away. You can't just take the Yeezy logo off of it and put Adidas on there. It makes no sense. Right. I mean, dude, yeah. I think it was 170 billion in back stock that they have alone. Yeah, and they're losing money like hard. Yeah, I'm actually looking it up real quick to see um, if there has been any news recently. And it looks like. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, this looks like it's a little bit older because this is about the. Um. This is about the Onyx V2, which is like the all-black one. Not with the red, but just the all-black one. Uh, how much was Adidas losing? Yeah, they were losing a ton of money. $1.3 billion <laughs> in unexpected revenue. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah, that's like your, almost your whole entire... Like, Adidas was staying afloat because of Ye, and then they cut ties with them, and now they're, like, fucked. Dude, and uh, I mean, their their market worth right now, as a company, is 26.33 billion euro. Um, 
I don't know what that is like off the top of my head to USD, but I mean, if they've lose just even that 1.3, like that's a lot of damn money. That's yeah. a big chunk of business that they're losing. And then, yeah. bro, what's even crazier? I saw this in the culture. I saw this in the community. As soon as the contract ended, people weren't buying Adidas anymore. Right. Like at all. Like there's a lot, a lot of the sneaker community that was like, nope, I don't even care about an ultra boost. Cause really like they were hyped for a little bit, but nobody really cares about them anymore. I'm not right. going to buy any Stan Smiths. I'm not doing any of it. I'm not giving them my money. Yeah. Not gonna get any like Pharrell Williams, like the human human made oh, stuff. Bro, did you hear how much they lost on um the Beyonce stuff? No. The Ivy Park? Oh my god. No idea. Adidas. This is pretty crazy. Adidas <laughs> lose from Ivy Park sales. Um it fell more than fifty percent in twenty twenty two to 40 million far below adidas's 250 million dollar revenue projections they lost 40 million dollars just about yeah it's it's pretty nuts they thought it was going to be profitable this was beyonce's shoe this was so it wasn't just shoes that she dropped she dropped clothing too on top of it so it was like a whole beyonce collab yeah, yeah. And it flopped. Like, that's how oh, you know Kanye was the man. Like, Beyonce right. one of the biggest artists in the world. Like, everyone knows Beyonce. But the fact that the Beyonce flopped and, like, Ye was just, like... Killing it? <laughs> yeah, like, that's wild. Dude, what's even crazier, um, what kind of saved them over the last, I would say, like, eight months was the Gucci collab. I don't know if you saw any of that stuff that came yeah. out. It was pretty good it's like good good products but i mean retail like i hope you're ready to spend a whole paycheck you know what i mean yeah because it's fucking gucci prices right right which i was like kind of i'm like come on dude all you did was take the gucci print and slap it on an adidas tracksuit i could have did that at home with a fucking cricket you know what i mean like come on dude i I didn't think they really (laughs) <laughs> i didn't really think that that was like fair or necessary just my two cents i thought the designs and everything was super dope but like you're not gonna get anybody to buy that shit at least like your con like your common like sneakerhead unless they have the money to back that up you know right and every, i mean the market's saturated as shit now on top of that there's a lot of resellers which i'm not against i think it's cool you know it's a free market we can do whatever we want um but it just it leaves not a lot of room to for people to make a ton of money you know what i mean yeah i feel like the people that are making money are the ones that were established like the beginning of the like the start of the culture I th- I would more like, call it the hype like 2018 2019. Like yeah, I guess. Maybe even 2015, like if we're going to really really go back, I think 2015 was like right when there was like this huge massive increase of resellers. Uh, yeah, cuz I was going to say I feel like when I was in high school is when it was started like becoming a thing and then right after high school is when it became like big. a very big thing. 
Like I started no I started seeing it more. I started noticing it more. Like Woodfield had their own like resells like sneaker shop. Yeah. Like, about, like, Supreme and stuff and like now they have like two different types of shops there like that in Woodfield and it's like what the fuck? Like it's a big thing now. Oh yeah. Dude and, the, and you know what? There's some really good people out there that are small shops. I definitely show a lot of love to the people that do like the small shit or on whatnot and stuff like that. Um, but at least from like shop to shop, there are some like, there are some out there. I won't name names because I'm not in the business of doing that, but I definitely could say like, you know, maybe improve on their model a little bit better and how they do business because, you know, that's kind of how we've like grown to be where we're at today is because we know how to, we, we know how to tap in with the customers and really like come to an even understanding of, okay, well, you're not going to pay sticker price, but what can we do? to get you right you know what i mean like that's always the focus like we don't want to like try to nickel and dime people i think that's not worth the time and and having you know being an established community i think like being helpful and giving everybody what they want is definitely the better priority to have yeah plus it's nice to be able to go to an actual shop and see it in person than like buying it online yeah dude and you get to try it out it's kind of like back when like the actual foot stores were getting like a lot of love you know like late 90s early 2000s foot locker and champs and finish line and inhibit and all those places were getting like so much love that they didn't like nowadays i mean i still see a lot of people that go into them um there are definitely a massive increase of resellers that are kind of abusing them (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what I yeah. mean? Like just trying to get hand on product and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it, it's even just... buy product from like, like re like resell worth product from like those stores anymore. Because like, don't you have to be um, in like raffles and stuff now? Yeah, I mean, you do. Like, you still have to like enter in raffles. That's still been kind of the same. Um. You get, a lot of it's like online based now, and if you win like in store, you just show them like your phone that you like confirming your pair, and they'll hold it for you until you get there, kind of type deal. Um, but it's there are some things that sit on the shelf if it kind of flopped or if they like overproduced. Mm. But a lot of a lot of people are doing it online. There are some people who do something called looping. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. No. Uh, but what that basically means is they'll like hit a bunch of different stores in a single day. So like, I, I had a homie who was going like to Aurora and and going to Schaumburg after that, and then to the city, and then all the way back up, or might even go like into Wisconsin to some of the foot stores, like because there's not like a ton of resale shops in Wisconsin, so. A lot of people rely on like your Foot Locker finish line inhibit, like the foot sites, quote unquote, to be able to get their heat. Gotcha. So they'll loop and like stock up that way. Where we buy majority of the time, to be honest with you, is a lot from other resellers. Um which honestly is kind of better for everybody because we help them get product offhand and it helps us keep inventory in the store. And it's a pretty even exchange. Like, everybody wins in this situation. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it's well, changed. Even I... even a year ago, like, when we did the podcast and we were at the old shop, like, how we did business there and how we do business now has changed drastically in a positive direction. Right. 
Is the old shop still still kicking it or no? No, that thing is long gone, man. It's gone. That thing is long gone. I'm not gonna lie, I really like that place a lot. Like yeah, we like learned a lot. I personally grew a lot in that store. Um, a lot of a lot of credit to T because he's really pushed me like personally and professionally over the last like couple of years I've been working with him. Uh, and shout out to B too. Like that guy has always been like on my, on my side too. Like the two guys that I get to work with at the shop who are the owners, um, they're probably some of the best people I've met, you know? I don't know if I met B. No, I don't think, I, I don't think you had the, um, pleasure to just yet. Next time you're able to pop over because I do, I want to go to that one store that you got that Dragon Ball Z drink from. I haven't walked in there yet. It's literally like right across from you guys. Yeah, it's uh, fuck. I'm trying to. I don't even know if they're open. We had, a, a lot's changed in the mall since you came that opening weekend. We had some stores that moved out and some stores that moved in. Yeah. Oh is yeah. It, is, is it gotten better? Um, like there wasn't really much there when you guys were first there. Yeah. I would say we definitely got more stores for sure. And there was a couple that just kind of like didn't, that couldn't really survive that much anymore. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know the whole like scope of it. I'm not like really tapped in with like the other businesses as much. There are maybe a couple that we like are pretty tight with that we'll, you know, chop it up with. Um, But I just saw which, um, you know, hopefully people hear this before it closes doors, but the Rue 21, I believe it is, that's in there, is mm. doing a closeout sale. I think they're closing their doors, and everything's like 60-plus percent off. Dude, there's been, like, these um, big sporting good clearance stores that have been popping up, and everything's, like, 75% off. It's been nice. Dude, again, I like saw West, that. Again, like, Nike and, like, Adidas. Like a bunch of just like nice golf shit for like dirt cheap. Did one pop out by you? There's like two. There's like three by me. Really? So, Wait, are they just regular dicks, and then they just have so, like this big clearance section now? Or so yeah. So like, there's like a dicks, and then like in the same plaza, or like near the dicks, they'll just have like a full like warehouse or like store that's just like clearing shit. Whoa, I wonder if McHenry's doing that. Or I guess it's Johnsburg, but to each his own. Yeah, so like there's there's one in Arlington Heights. There's one in uh Vernon Hills. Pretty close oh, to shit. me. Um there's I'm gonna I don't have know. to make my way. Yeah, I don't know how many dicks there are around me, but like I'm pretty sure that it's like every dicks is doing that. Oh. And they've been they've been doing it for like a couple months now, so like I just pop in every once in a while and like see if there's anything nice. That like... goes to show how much I'm getting out, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I I get out, but like I should probably stop. <laughs> Dude, I'm t- I'm telling you, it's just like like when we opened the episode up, and I said I'm I'm not that uh, you know what they say like uh, being an alcoholic is hard, but being a workaholic is harder. That yeah. shit is so true, bro. It's consuming a lot of my time, especially with the new job that I have. And um, between that and the shop, it's like I have like little to no time. And obviously, the personal issues that you're tapped in with, so it's it's kind of like a lot, you know? Right. 
You got a new but, job? Yeah, I did. Um, I'm still in the same industry. Okay. I I can't talk a lot about it. Um, I don't blame you. Yeah, well, I I just I have it's sensitive information. Um, but to sum it, I'm still in the like IT business. Um, uh, nice. not not necessarily like technical perspective, but uh, yeah, dude, it, it's cool. I I'm gonna be traveling a lot more this year. So I'm going to be going to, I'm going down South. I'm actually going to South Carolina here in two weeks um, over in Seabrook for a, a wedding. And then I have two business trips planned, one for April and one for May. Nice. So it's, it's been busy, man, oh, which is good because uh, it's a lot of like actual face-to-face exposure for my profession that I haven't had in like the whole time of my professional career. Since we've obviously, you know, when I started in 2019, I was I it was like June 2019 when I started in my career, and then like a few short months later we're locked down. You know what I mean? And so I didn't yeah. travel at all until literally December of last year. Yeah, I'm I'm planning on going back to school. I uh, I'm trying to figure out what to do. I'm gonna try to take some summer classes and then like go into an actual semester. I'm still working at the same job, but I'm trying to move into bigger and better positions, so I'm going back to school. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. But it's going to be stressful. Yeah, I mean, it'll keep you busy, though. Yeah, working full-time and then trying to go to school like full-time is going to be tough, but it's going to be worth it in the long run. Oh, 110%. Yeah, it's... It's gonna be uh it's gonna be good. I'm gonna be um probably just working on the podcast, working on school. Whenever I have free time hit the golf course if I can. Oh, yeah. And like just basically just like learn as much as I can in the next like two years. There you go. Now, now I'm actually like going for a degree. I'm not doing certificates, I'm actually like trying to do a degree. So it's gonna be like a it's gonna be a couple of years till I get back on my feet, but it's cool because I'm still at home, so like not much is gonna change for the next two years. But it's gonna be it, worth it. It'll turn around quick for you, dude. Yeah, like you'll be you'll be done with. And are you doing like all remote like school, or are you gonna have to like go to campus and stuff like that? I don't know yet. I'm gonna have to talk to like a counselor about it, cause like I I still don't know what like profession i want to go down there's like two or three things that i'm like looking into doing um and but it's all nice because all of them are like the community college so i could just go to harper oh sweet so it'd be it'd be nice um but uh i just don't know what i want to do yet like I don't really like that 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 that's been my issue this like whole time is like I've had ideas of like wanting to do stuff, but I never like fully committed to them because like I guess I was like afraid or like I just didn't like know if like that's actually what I wanted to do or because like I kind of just like jumped into things like that was like my my addictive personality just like I hear something's like making like someone's making this much money all right, like, I want to make that kind of money, like, what are they doing? And then I'd be like, oh, I can make that much money doing this, like, I want to do that. And then, like, I would try to go to school for it to, like, learn it, and, like, it just wouldn't work out because, like, I wasn't actually interested in it. I was interested in, like, the wrong ways. So now I'm kind of like, all right, what do I actually want to do? And, like, how can I achieve that? 
So I'm looking into three different things. Like one of them is being like psychology. Like I want to learn like how to like, I guess like because like of like the shit that I've gone through and like knowing that like I've had depression and stuff like that. Like if I can help myself and learn like what these thoughts and being the things are like why not go into like psychology like psychiatry or like psychology um so i was like thinking about going that route doing the podcast also i was like all right like why don't i just go down like the business administration route and then there's also like the traveling route which would be like what my one buddy does he uh works on like machines and like i like working with my hands like i want to feel fulfilled when i'm like at a job like when i'm doing Mm. something i want to feel fulfilled like when i'm doing the podcasts at the end of the podcast i'm like dude that was awesome this was great like i enjoy doing it i feel fulfilled i feel like i learned something and then i'm bringing value into the world like that's what i want to feel so like all three of these like majors or whatever will allow me to have that like fulfillment it's just like which one do i actually want to do so I'm just trying to figure that out, and I'm hopefully I can hopefully I can figure that out before summer, so that I can like take like a summer course or a few summer classes, and like really start just like working towards like an actual career. Because right now I'm working a job, and this is a hobby, but eventually I want to be able to have this become a career, mm-hmm. or have this still be a hobby and work on my career. Like I want to I want to start becoming more of an adult now so like by the time i'm 30 i want to be like ready like i want like not ready but like i want to be like established um, yeah established and on my own like efficient yeah oh yeah bro i i feel you on that you know it takes time I, i you gotta crash and burn a little bit and i felt that um, I got that out of the way. I was fortunate enough to get that out of the way early, but it's not about how, where or how you start. It's about how you finish. You yeah, know what I, I, mean? I enjoyed my 20s. I didn't have the normal 20s, like going to college and stuff, but like I enjoyed my 20s. I partied. Now I'm like, I'm done partying. I want to yeah. become established. Like I want to, I want to go to the next step. I want to be, I want to be someone. So like, now I'm making those like steps in school. Oh. My school has some of the answers that I'm looking for, so might as well do it. Yeah, it'll Especially get you started. Community. It'll get you started, brother. And yeah, I have full faith in you. You're very motivated, in my perspective, to be able to and and capable to be able to go where you want to go. Yeah, I I've come to realize I am very motivated when it comes to things. I'm actually like that i actually care about like yeah golf really taught me that like i can do anything like if if i could drop all of my friends and like all the things i used to do and go out every weekend instead of getting fucked up and like drinking at like bars and stuff i was just getting drunk at the golf course and playing golf and like exercising mm-hmm. if i can commit all my time to doing that in like a split second like i could do that with anything it's just finding out what that is and like how can i make money off of it like how can i make this into a career so it's just trying to find that thing so once i find it it'll be fun fuck yeah dude uh it's only the beginning it's only the beginning 
Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Well, it's only the sophomore season is what I like to say. Oh, yeah, I like that. Except it's, it's kind of like a, a semester now. Like, this is like our my second semester hey, of life. Because, like, last year was kind of like the first semester, but then I didn't complete the year. So, like, I had the first semester done, but I didn't complete the year. So, like, now I'm, like, semester two, finishing off what I should have finished last year. Yeah, picking up where you left off. There's yeah. never a problem with that. No. None at all. It's good, yeah. man. Things are it's positive. Growth. Good. Good. All right, my brother. Well, it's getting around that dinner time, and I'm getting hungry, and uh, that muscle relaxer is starting to really kick me in my face. So are you cool with wrapping it up? Yeah, we can wrap it up. All right. So, uh, well, I, I owe you a fatty cigar, so do expect that, you know, once I'm done with traveling for this month, um, come up by me, and we'll we'll get to roasting and toasting. For sure. Um, let me just give you the last couple seconds here, minutes to do whatever you want to do. Say whatever you want to say. Shout out to anything that you want to shout out to and, you know, do your thing. My oh, man, I appreciate the plug. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're at exclusive dot underscore heat uh, underscore ink on Insta or the dot closet twenty four. It'll direct you to all the other pages that we have. Um, or tease underscore creative underscore closet. That's our event page. Um, we got the event coming up April second from twelve to four. That'll be at Life Zone three sixty in West Dundee. And then over at the shop, we're at the um, Spring Hill Mall, and we're open every day eleven to seven. So if you guys have a chance, come in, say what's up. Um, we'll definitely get you right if you're looking for something. And lastly, you know, shout out to Melt. You know what you're doing, brother, is is a great podcast. So I appreciate you having me back. Of course, man. Always a pleasure to have you on. And um, keep killing it. And to all the listeners out there, keep exploring. And uh, until next time, peace. My man, peace. All right. Oh.